The signals on 91.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adewumi Ushudi. This morning we'll be looking at creating content that sells. So in the era of they say content is king, content is content is still king, right? And you're you're sort of wondering what kind of content you dish out to your business for your audience, and you are not comfortable. So we have um. So this is a courtesy, but you're good to you. <laughs> um, I have with me is uh, a country manager for Viacom CBS Network Africa, where he oversees entertainment brands such as MTV based Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, uh-huh, BET, and Comedy Central in Nigeria. So he has two decades of experience in marketing, communications, and media spaces. When you're interviewing your garden, this is what you will get. So he started his career as a presenter and producer with Galaxy Tel- Television Lagos and continues to be popular and respected sports media personality. We're not talking sports this morning, but I'll try. Um, working extensively and is plenty. So this is what caught my attention. Is a very passionate. Is very passionate about leadership, family, Africa, music, and football. He hopes to play his part in changing the mindsets that have held our continent back for centuries. And um, and the list goes on. And then it goes when he isn't working. He likes to sing, listen to, and make music. And then likes to play PS. Uh, have you bought the PS5? Uh, you've not bought the PS5. We're still looking for it. We can't find it. <laughs> you haven't. We can't find to buy. Okay, so um, <laughs> with me is Bada Akin today Johnson. Welcome to Signals. Thank you so very much. Um, I'm excited to be on a platform that is empowering people. Um, I'm so so excited. Just looking at the first 15 minutes of the show. <laughs> Uh, what you know um, you were you were doing <laughs> yeah that's just incredible thank you um god bless you amen uh we come back to class so we're talking content is king um, but before i go straight to that you're passionate about leadership family africa music and football what gets you with all of that i guess um my core values are around um just empowering people helping people um that's how i get you know the most joy the most fun um and I think what binds everything together, the, the thread that runs through, is that um, I came to a realization sometime in 2004 that um, a lot of Africa's problems, which people will readily tell you revolve around leadership, actually stem from um, not taking care of the values and the education, um, especially within the family setup. Okay. So um, I feel, and I know for a fact now, that if we get it right within the families, we have a chance of getting it right in business. We have a chance to get it right in governance or, or political leadership because the people who become business leaders, people who become political leaders, all come from the family. Mm. And that's where most of the education and um, the you know setting of the value system and, and culture, shaping of the culture, shaping of the, mi- the mind and the person, that's where it all happens. So uh, my passion you know, is about across those three uh, verticals, family business society helping to get you know leadership right okay now we're talking content yeah. and the content they say content is king absolutely and um the content we have now so there's this um i think there's this there's this um there's this war going on on twitter between gen z half um mm. the baby boomers yeah yeah, millennials. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's fighting yeah. across those divide. Yeah. Now, some of the contents that we've watched on TV, we've listened to on radio, yeah. f- far back and now, what's the difference? What has changed? The audience. I okay. think the audience is the most critical piece. Um, and the audience is always evolving. Um, after the audience, the technology, um, okay. distribution channels. Before, we had 
mainly state-controlled media, um, traditional media, radio, TV, press. Mm. Uh, these days, press is uh, almost completely dead. Um, by, by that, I mean printing press. Mm. I mean newspapers, magazines, and the way that we used to consume them. Um, now, we have more e-publications. Uh, the you know publications that are still thriving are delivering their content mostly on digital platforms these days. They're not printing papers and selling yeah, anymore. Uh, so people, the, the audience keeps evolving and the audience would always be the most important. When you say content is king, you're essentially saying satiating the needs or meeting the needs of the, 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 the uh, people, the audience that you create content for, um, is how you make them king, is how you sort of, you know, crown them. You get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's all, it's all about the people and the, the audience keeps changing, like you quite rightly said. Um, people who were making content in the media back in the day when the demographic profile of ni the Nigerian people was a bit different, mm. we're probably speaking more to adult audiences. These days, you're speaking to predominantly youth audiences. Um, so uh, an understanding of you know audience shifts, consumer behavior, um, consumer psychology, all of that is always going to be key in how you create content. And understanding the platforms on which you are delivering content, how does linear differ from digital? How does digital differ from streaming platforms? You know, all of those Gradual. nuances. So, the, answering your question more specifically, um, I would say, you know, the biggest changes from when we were consuming Sesame Street, Voltron, and all those things on NTA. <laughs> and now, um, the people have changed, the technology has changed, but content is the same to be honest. So what, what do you remember about the contents we used to consume back then? I think that... Uh, Were they more rich as uh, against now? I think there's a temptation, you know, especially when you're talking to older people, mm. people born before <laughs> 1980s, you know. It, and it's not just content. They'll say across every area of life that they had it better then, you know. <laughs> there was more messaging. Now there's a dilution... And uh, now it's more how it is delivered as against what is delivered. Back then, there was a lot of educational content. True. Uh, there was a lot of focus on teaching people. Morals, um, Instructional content. A lot, of, um, a lot of things that, you know, you could learn just by watching TV so, or listening to radio. It wasn't so much. Of course, a lot of them were also entertaining content. But there was a lot more focus on, on teaching, you know. Uh, whereas these days, there's a lot more focus on just exciting people because people just want to have fun. Um, but the the key uh, differentiator, what has driven that change, essentially, is the audience that you're speaking to. Now, the people who controlled how media was consumed were our fathers and mothers. They no. were the ones who opened the TV. You know, those yes, TVs that... Yeah, the TVs that... I mean, literally opened the TV because the TV had like... Box. Uh, yeah, it was a box that you could we close, close <laughs> and open. Uh, but now, with democratization of the media and not just from an ownership standpoint, but also from a consumer standpoint, everyone now carries a mobile phone. So, um, you know, the people who used to determine what we watched were older. And so, the people who created content understood those nuances and created content if there was something that an old person would find too edgy or too risque They'll they never it put it in there but now because you are directly talking to young people who don't mind the risque or the edgy <laughs> you can just you know make your content as risque or edgy as you want so those are like the dynamics of 
the content creation process now compared to how it used to be because it was more institutional. It was um, government-owned media mm. creating content or yes. curating content. And so they had to be correct because it was the government. They couldn't make mistakes. There was a lot of censorship. There was a lot of c- controls our regulation. Now, with almost everyone a content creator now... No one is censoring anything. Yeah, everything, you know, anything goes. <laughs> so what yeah. do you think about now? Because you realize that the older generation are trying to meet up with the younger generation. Yeah. And younger generation has... We almost have... What I see is yeah. we already have information overload. Yep, absolutely. So how do we now say... Okay, because the attention span of a lot of people is now 9 seconds. I think mm-hmm. it used to be 9 seconds mm-hmm. is now 6 seconds. Yeah. And you're wondering, okay, so how do I get my content across to young people? How do I... Get, some people are not even interested in young people. They're mm-hmm. just interested in, okay, let me go the traditional way mm-hmm. and i'm fine mm-hmm. for other people is you're trying to get their minds and mm-hmm. then the the conversations you hear is everybody's churning out content mm-hmm. so how do i stand out so it's back to where i started it's an understanding of your audience so um if you're trying to speak to everyone you mm-hmm. might end up speaking to no one actually mm-hmm. so in creating content you always want to narrow down to who your bullseye target market or target audience is you want to be absolutely sure that if in that entire audience um, base, you could narrow down to one person, who would that person be? Is it a 21-year-old um, undergraduate um, who likes to, you know, chill and maybe just basically scroll through content one minute as, you know, doesn't have time for long form. So if you're creating a 15-minute, 30-minute, one-hour content for that kind of person, you you basically are shooting blanks because, you know, the guy is just going to probably engage with the first minute of your content, by which time you haven't exactly delivered the message and the guy has moved on to the next content. So um, it, an understanding of your audience helps you in choosing what sort of content to, 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 to produce as well as choosing the medium on which you expose the content. So, um, if you're talking to Gen Z, um, a Gen Z dominated audience, for instance, um, we know they like snackable content. Um, like I said, they don't like to watch long, long stuff. Um, so it's got to be very snappy. It's got to be breezy. It's got to be well packaged because they love great production values. Even if you're putting on Insta, you know, it still has to look good because they like, you know, shiny things. Yeah. They like shiny things. They like, you know, things that are funny. Um, they like things that are trendy you know so um from a psychographic standpoint you need to understand what makes these people tick or makes what makes them you know excited what kind of content they really want to see and if you're talking to um an older audience they also have their own nuances so that determines what sort of content you produce what you find a lot a lot of times usually with i imagine that you know a significant chunk of the people listening into your program are business people when people are trying to create content on a regular on platforms that they are not used to. So you have like a 40-something-year-old um, business owner um, who has now been forced because of how things <laughs> to do are what's going up. <laughs> to create social media handles for the business. And in their mind, you know, those channels are there for them to put like traditional st- stuff on. Some um, um, business pages only have like ads, you know, um, that are curated and created as though they were going on some traditional platform. Uh, people are going to watch that only once. 
and that's it they'll never go back there so you've got to understand that you know social platforms are for predominantly young people who want to be engaged on a constant basis so what sort of content are you curating or creating on a regular basis to first you know grab the attention and secondly sustain it over time because see like you said this particular audience business especially for nigerian business owners you are more most likely going to be catering to a young uh, demographic because nigeria is predominantly a youth population so um, not understanding you know how to engage them how to have conversations with them um, can be the stumbling block to being able to convert them because you know the consumer journey is not about it's not transactional there's nothing transactional about it there's there has to be you know um grabbing the awareness sustaining it engaging them having conversations and all of those things and it comes that that demands an understanding of who they are so that you can have you know that constant engagement to the point where you know they buy your service um and they continue to buy so um for the business or for the five-year-old and above business owner that's not that that's not some responsibility that you've got to take on by yourself there are young content creators you know in the market who themselves are part of that population and understand what their likes want to see so hire content people to help you create and curate content for your business especially for your uh, social pages your website i don't know how many people interact with websites anymore you know but you know the fear of websites is if Facebook says tomorrow no more Facebook yeah. or Twitter says no more Twitter or yeah. Instagram, yeah. what will happen? No, so you keep the website, okay. uh, but uh, understand that not a lot of your People. audience base will go there, you know, except maybe there's some promotion that you are driving um, from your social media back to your website. website. Uh, but to keep your website as your main, you know, medium, I mean, in this age, it's not, no. it's definitely not going to work. So, um, the sort of content that you put on your website um, are more serious stuff, you know. But for day-to-day engagement, it's got to be short, snappy, snackable content on social. So when you say, so this is <laughs> while you were talking, I put myself in the shoe of a forty-year-old business owner yep. who is saying, yep. "Okay, I'm hearing all of this." Mm. Uh, so all these young people, they don't have time. They don't have patience for me. How would they walk me through? You know, because I I realized that. Um, some of these older people, yeah. and, and when I say older people, let's just say for 40, 41, 42. Yeah. Not 39. I'm 40, by the way, and I'm not old. No, so you... It's a question of the mind, to be honest. So, I mean, but I get your point. So you are hippie. <laughs> so, please, 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 please. You are still young. Like, you are still the sweet 16. Now, I'm talking about um, some people who they have their businesses, they have their businesses and they're perfectionists. I get you. And they just want to say, okay, so how do I even start? And walk me through where I, I have my young son or young daughter who is still charging me money. I want to collect money that oh, just even open Facebook, <laughs> they still want to collect money from me. Yeah. So, how do I do it by myself? Like that DIY, like how do I do it by myself without having to say, okay, I want to disturb somebody else? Doing it by yourself, uh, will you know require um, learning, learning a lot of stuff that you don't already know, mm. and you know, that requires some humility. Um, a lot of old people really don't think that it's, it's that serious you know <laughs> yeah they'll be like oh there are more serious things to concern myself with i'm looking to scale my business i'm looking to you know all those big big things but your audience as you said content is king but we also have been hearing all our lives our customer is king 
So True. exactly, and the only thing customer content the exactly two the the only thing those two have in common is the person, the end user. Mm. You are not creating content for the sake of it. You are not creating content to win an award. You are creating creating content so you can have some kind of conversation um, that wins you brand loyalists, that gets you conversions, that gets you money in the bank. So um, if the focus is on the people, that humility has to be the first thing that that's 40 and above um, business <laughs> yeah, owner don't, please don't include that in the 40s, has, you know, to learn um, how to have those conversations. Uh, you want to run your own socials by yourself and by content, it doesn't have to be f- just video content. Sometimes there are memes, just pictures, just, you know, um, um, text. So we're learning all over again. We're learning all over again, you know, understanding how these people speak, you know, um, how... I mean, I see a lot of old people express frustration with how young people spell sometimes because they are still, exactly. <laughs> they are still expecting that you, you, know, in full. you respect the sanctity of, of English. English language. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you, you know, write how can you spell T O as two? Exactly. But it's sorry, what it is. sorry, <laughs> no vexer. <laughs> no, I, I, I think sometimes I would have, I'll send a message to someone, but it's like. I think it's my dad. If you send him a message, you tell him that's not correct English. I'm like, okay, no problem. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, but if you look at how brands interact, and I'm talking brands like Coke, brands like you pay me money for Alba. I'll be giving. (laughs) I'll bring the money. Brands that I I mean internationally now, even though they are in this market. Mm. I'm talking, you know, iconic brands brands that have Mm. been there since before we were born. You know, and these brands have personalities, not different from you and I. To be honest, you know. Um, and these personalities continue to re-engineer, recreate themselves and, and be um, contemporary still. They, you know, you don't see the, the world's biggest cola brand, <laughs> you know, communicating like they were communicating in the 1960s or 1970s. You know, they have to get with the times. They have to get with the program um, to engage an audience. You need to understand them first, you know, how they speak. You can't be the, the class teacher or the headmaster on social media correcting how people are spelling and whatnot you you. know exactly so um, if you must get in their world and get them to buy you or to patronize you over time um you have to have that humility to learn and if you can't learn just hire you know just save yourself the the hassle yeah just hire um young you know content creators um who can handle your pages and help you and i mean i know you've got a bunch of other questions but i just Mm -hmm. didn't want to lose sight of uh, the fact that there might be someone listening in who is expecting that we talk about creating content for tv or creating you know content for digital and it's just not selling it's actually storytelling it's entertainment content you know um or some educational content that still has some entertainment in it um you know for the most part, people who are in that world have the technical skills. You know, they are either um, competent producers, or competent directors, or competent director of photography, of stuff like they already have that com- com- competency. And usually, where they, they seek help is with content marketing. You know, hard to yeah. sell content exactly. So, so they they already make dope stuff, but they really don't know. How to, how to monetize, it. you know, it's, how, it's how do they a, it's an issue, like, get sponsors, how do you hmm. get, you know, it's complex and can be complicated, you know, but we're in, we're in an 
era where um some 10 years ago if you created content you knew where to go to True. you know you were either talking to a free-to-air channel that has airtime um and you can do some kind of battle with uh, to have your content sit there and then you know sponsors will get on it because of the number of people that are watching, watching and they name. want to advertise to um or you outrightly buy airtime um no, yeah <laughs> those were and that was the model to, mm. you know uh, whether i was privately owned or government owned that was how the it model. went on radio the same thing an independent producer approaches the radio station i have content you have airtime let's yes. do some butter arrangement let's split revenues or they outrightly already maybe have having sponsorship they come and purchase mm-hmm. airtime and just go but now the audience has shifted. And that's not to say that those linear or traditional platforms are dead. Especially in a country like Nigeria where internet penetration and the quality of the internet experience is still not where it should be, you know. So linear traditional platforms, radio, TV, um, still play a huge part because if you go to the hinterlands where you still listen to people radio. still radio is still powerful. Radio still reaches humongous number of audiences, especially in the um, you know, in the, I don't want to say remote or rural areas, but areas. yeah, the areas that are not as, Hip you know, as Lagos. Yeah, yeah, as Lagos. So, uh, traditional still continues to play a huge part. So depending on what content you're creating or the audience you're trying to reach, if you're trying to reach audiences in places like Makodi, Duguri, all those parts, it's radio uh, TV. you've got to choose, you know, a, a, your media mix has to have traditional actually even leading and then complemented with digital. maybe digital for the more upscale, urbanized you know once yeah um so if you are creating content for a demographic that is still rural or not urbanized please stick with traditional platforms these models that i speak about as being old may still be very relevant for you but if you're in lagos you're in abuja uh, you are in africa's versions of miami and vegas you (laughs) (laughs) you know you've got to be mindful or aware of the fact and fully aware too of the fact that the audience that you're dealing with is a very sophisticated one is one the that, woke generation exactly is okay one generation. that's on the same bandwidth on the same wavelength with people from the best places in the world things break now and nigerians are the first to carry are it. the first they know it like before people in it. london in new york or where else you know or tokyo get it so the sophistication of your audience that now means that you know what you deliver in terms of the quality of it, mm. in terms of the thoughts that goes into it, um, in terms of you know production values, uh, they've got to be top notch because they will feel insulted if they are not. Except yeah, you want, you except don't want to waste it's, data. exactly except what you're putting out is user generated content, which does well on YouTube as well, which is you know we, I just literally brought out my mobile phone and recorded, mm. you know. Except that's what it is. If you're delivering content that was produced, post-produced, <laughs> edited, it's got to be top-notch. Even those skits, those comedy skits, look at the quality. They look so glossy, like, you know, Mr. Macaroni and all yeah. those guys. When you look at them, they've been well-packaged. Well, even though it's just a minute. It but, used to be 30 seconds on Instagram. Exactly. And then we moved to one to minute. To one minute now. But look at what that does. It means that Sometimes people can actually keep these things. It means that people yes. can play them over, over and, and over and over, and over, and over again. again. You know, 
it doesn't matter when it was dropped. People two from two content from two years ago. For some reason, it will just start trending all over again. You know, mm-hmm. and we can still watch and enjoy. So, um, the sort of thought, preparation, and maybe the skill sets that goes into preparing, you know, content for or curating or creating content for that sort of audience base is different and more demanding and obviously more costly. What do you thought? Uh, it's still Swignaz on it. It's 1.3 Lagos Talks. We're talking content, creating content that sells. I, I, at first, it was creating the content that sells and we're having it back and forth. Okay, fine. Let, let's see how uh, it goes. Um, if you have a question or comment, you can call us 0809-191-3913 or 0809-222-0913 or 0809-234-5913. Twitter those at LegalSox913, CC at Young Terrible. What's up? 0809-234-5913. Let's look at um, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, ah, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's look at storytelling. Yeah. And um, what should, the kind of storytelling, what's the kind of storytelling that you would like to see? Um... I think I would like to see storytelling that is conscious. Okay. Storytelling that is aware of, um, you know, the challenges in society. Um, storytelling that doesn't uh, portray us in negative light all the time. Um, you, you hear the narratives that unfortunately have been created by maybe Nollywood over time. It's all about rituals and all whatnot. Um, there are a lot of positives within our environment that we need to amplify um, and all over the world content has always been aware of pushing an agenda mm. you know um, all of the westernization that's happened in other parts of the world if I may call it that um, we achieved almost strictly th- through the media um, it wasn't a government decree or declaration mm. or some sort of um, you know g- government pact you know that that brought that to be it was us consuming content from other parts of the world. We started to dress like them. We started to speak like them. People have American accents who have not been to the airport before um, from just listening to music <laughs> <laughs> and watching um, watching uh, movies and all that. So our music, our music, our art forms, um, our films have got to be more aware of the opportunity they have to show the best of us to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I like that. They've got to deliberately create and curate content that amplifies the good parts of, of the us. House. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I mean, we're not saying be patronizing or mm. be um, non-factual or be you know outrightly push falsehood out there, but just showing rituals and all those things isn't even it though is. even though it still exists, but it's not the reality of. No, you and I, no, do you understand? No, so I can't relate with all, so, a lot of those things. So we've got to be more deliberate about our portrayals. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, you know, content that is conscious. Again, I'd like to see content um, that is pro-social. And what do I mean by that? Um, if I'm allowed to, the work that we do, for instance, uh, with MTV Sugar, great yeah, content, like um, you know, a drama series that, uh, you can watch and enjoy, but at the same time, can teach you, you know, key messaging around reproductive health. Yeah, gender old school. Ba- you are just trying to be <laughs> <laughs> gender-based violence, mm. HIV/AIDS, and all of these key things that society doesn't speak about enough. Reproductive health, 
sex, MGM. you know, all of those things. So I like to see more content and, and, you know, um, on the back of each season, we would have evaluation commissioned by the World Health, Organiz- World Health Organization and other um, organizations. And we would return great results. The number of people that, you know, have tested who wouldn't have if they didn't watch MTV Sugar. There's a direct, you know, link between watching Sugar and the reduction in infections in it's... parts where they've seen uh, mm. the content. So I'd like to see content that can change, you know. Um, content producers understanding the power of content for change, the power of, of content for advocacy, the power of content um, to, to inspire, to, to educate and elevate, you know, a people. Um, and for a young, you know, population, we need a lot of that. So what annoys you about content? Uh, I, I don't think there's anything that annoys me about content it, because um, the truth of the matter is that even if it's not co- content that edifies, okay, um, it still stems from a creative process. Uh, and whoever made it has the capacity to make content that edifies. So the skill set is there, just being used for the wrong reasons. Um, and perversion happens. So how, how do we channel? Because you know, for for some people, so I'm, I'm I'm trying to step out of an older person's yeah, point of view mindset, and a younger yeah. person's mindset. Yeah. So you see that um, a lot of skits. I I enjoy the skits. I I watch them. I have my faves, mm. and I have my favorites. Mm. And um, but you see, there's a sexual undertone hmm. that you will see yeah. and you're wondering okay must everything be about sex yeah. Yeah. yes you want to catch the audience yeah. but another person is mm, mm. okay so I'll, I'll put it to you straight away um there was an era in the 80s 90s when there was a lot of over sexualization of the hollywood okay yes almost keep it super- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every almost every movie that mm-hmm. came out of hollywood had needed to have Almost. It's sexual sin. Yes, not just one. <laughs> and then your parents will tell you, please switch it off. Exactly. But did that take away from the good work no, that they were doing? No, no. So we can't be all correct at all okay. times. Okay. You know, the what gladdens my heart, which is why I said there's nothing that you know I don't like. Because the fact that people are creating and young people understand together. their powers. To create and communicate and share, in their you own know, language. It, exactly, is in itself liberating. You you want people empowered. You want people to feel like they have the channels through which they can communicate. They can you know create and share, um, and we want to encourage that. Um, and as people go along, you know, um, if an eight year old was to create content, they wouldn't be able to create content beyond what an eight year old knows. Okay. Um, which is why, you know, eight. yes, eight, okay. eight, eight year old. Because oh, um, there are some eight year olds that are creating content <laughs> and skills. Yeah, so so you can't expect people to give what they don't have. Okay. Um, and that's why I t- talked about the value system or people, you know, having the right values. Um, content is a, con- a conduit through which you reach people. And what you put in there stems from you know what you're saying exactly ex- ex- the scripture says as a, as a, as a uh, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so what you what you have in your heart what you have in your mind mm. is what flows into the content that you create so do you think that um the culture that the nigerian culture still prevails over the contents that we create um yes there's still some you know um should i say elements of culture retained okay. if you're talking about conservatism in content creation <laughs> which is what old people expect mm. 
you can't get that you won't get a lot of that because like i said before one the uh, social media is not controlled like traditional media and that's it's the that, primary that, that, platform where people are creating so whatever they think they put they, out they there put out. you know um and it's young people if we had a predominantly old population. You they already are self-regulated. <laughs> yes. They will respect themselves because they have kids that maybe they <laughs> might be embarrassed <laughs> if they do, did something wrong. But this young, wild and free generation, they don't have filters. They don't. They do not thank you. <laughs> they just create. If they, you are fact, careful, they will call you out. Exactly. The more risky, the better. Mm. That's how. That's that's how it is in their world. Okay, then. <laughs> it signals on it 1.3 Lagos talks. We're talking creating the con- creating content that sells. Um, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I hope you are not selling business. Okay, please reduce the volume of your radio sets, ma. Please do call back. Please do call back. 0809-191-3913. And reduce the volumes of your radio sets. It's very important so that we'll not be making noise in each other's ears. Um, 0809-191-3913 or 0809-222-0913 or WhatsApp 0809-234-591301-5150913. If you have a question or comment, I have like five minutes to go. You can call us and ask the question. 0809-191-3913 or 0809-222-0913 and 0809-234-5913. So I have this. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, please. Well, this is uh, I am just drawing your name. Okay, so your name or where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Okota. Okay, so question or comment? Okay, look, uh, my comment uh, is this. Um, two comments. Can you make any content without... Um, you know, having the experience of the content that you are making. For example, you need experience to be able to design the uh, what I call analog content, and then you will have the the young people because your guy is forty years old. He's a young person. We are we are older generation, but we are still not left left it. We have not left it yet, and. So can you uh, have them then look at it and then design it electronically, which is what they have been doing in India. I was there. Yeah, I asked them to design content. Here, I asked them to design something for me electronically. It's actually an arm an and a leg. Okay. And so I had to take it out again outside the country. So, you know, our young people need to be able to understand that the elderly people have the experience they can borrow to be able to develop solid content, okay. but they should also be, uh, you know, careful not to overcharge. Okay, so you know, the, content. Content yeah, yeah, for, for oh. that, for that uh, activity. Okay, then. Thank you so much, sir. I want your comment on that. Thank oh. you very much. You're welcome. Okay, so content <laughs> is expensive. Yeah. 
Well, good stuff is expensive. Um, yeah, all over the world, good stuff is expensive. Um, and I've had experience working in different markets over time, um, extensively in South Africa, for instance, uh, mm. which is like the production hub, really, for Africa. That's like where the best productions in Africa uh, take place. The best of our music videos, um, well, used to be shot there. These mm. days, um, mm. we're, we're doing it at home. But you get what I mean? Yes. Um, their film industry is... It's massive production, you know, is, is great in South Africa, and um, even there, it's, it's not cheap. UK is not cheap, anywhere in the world is not cheap. Um, but you see, these young people have sort of hacked you the know, market, yeah. Because if you if you speak to the average person who's creating content, they haven't been to film school at all, <laughs> at all, they have just watched a lot of music, uh, YouTube videos, how to use plugins, how to use certain softwares how to you know and they're just making very dope con content that you look at it be like whoa was this filmed in in hollywood or something in their house exactly so um i know a lot of young people who are not charging an arm and a leg people who are just looking for an opportunity to show what they can uh-huh. do a lot of times the question we as business owners or people who are looking to commission content need to ask ourselves is are you willing to take the risk to go with Them. some of these people mm. if you are going with I mean, I don't want to start dropping names, but if you are going with, you know, established people, of course they will charge you. Okay. They will charge you because they haven't just dropped into that position been from 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 nowhere. From yeah, months. they've been working there. They paid their dues, and I mean, they deserve to be paid a premium for for their you know professional services. So, um, and I mean, let me just touch on one final thing that he said, which is that young people need to realize that old people have experience. Um, I respect that, you know, but. I almost go into every conversation as though I don't have that experience or that experience is not is no longer a currency mm. within the current state, you know. I'm always willing to learn, you know, what, what works at this moment in time because a lot of old people are still stuck in, oh, this is how we used to do it in the ways of, in the days of BCOS and, and Galaxy TV. Things have changed, you know, and you've got to Move be humble it. enough to accept it mm. and be able to adapt because if you don't adapt um you will be left yeah you will be left behind i don't want to be that harsh to say die but you'll just be left behind okay so what's the difference between audience and traffic audience is the description of the number of people that you're speaking to or that you potentially could be speaking to um traffic is conversion of that audience how many of them are you actually talking to you know how many of them are viewing your content how many of them are coming to your website or pages that's traffic audience is the broad description of the people you are reaching and people you potentially could be reaching okay then help okay um 0091913913 or 0809-222-0913-0151519193 so this is me asking for a business that wants to blow and go viral what should they do it depends on what kind of business. Um, the cons- customer experience is not going to replace content, or content is not going to replace the consumer experience. So, if your service delivery is not up to scratch, if you like create the best content in the world, <laughs> you will not blow. Why? <laughs> yeah, but that's the truth. You know, at the end of the day, if you sell goods or you provide services, fundamentally, that's what people want uh, to pay for, not your content. Your content is your marketing tool. Is how you, you know, drive awareness and drive promotions and whatever you're doing. 
by the end of the day, I'm taking it for granted that the fundamental reason you are in, in business That's is right. excellent, which is you're, meet, you're delivering goods that are meeting the needs of people and you're delivering services that are meeting the needs of people. At the end of the day, if you're talking, how does my content go viral? It is you answering the question first. You know, is it shareable content? You know, because virality is about how many people are sharing it. Is it shareable? Is it funny? Is it, you know, entertaining? Is it informative? Is it something that people want to, for instance, a lot of videos that touched on what we should do in COVID times went viral in the early days of lockdown. Why? We all were seeking, actively seeking information Activities. that could save our lives. <laughs> you know? So um, it depends on the nature of the content. Is it shareable? Is it informative enough for people to want to share it? Is it historical, um, um, a historical piece that people want to learn because it tells them a bit of, you know, themselves that they don't already know? And, you know, there are all kinds of content that you could create. But at the end of the day, it's got to answer the question, is it shareable for it to go viral? If I won't watch it and recommend it, if your kids won't watch it and recommend it, if your friends, you always have people to test with, you know. You can't just sit by yourself, create content, not run it or sound it by anyone and just go share it. If the person you're sounding it by or you're showing it to um, doesn't think it's exciting, two, three, four, five persons don't think, don't even bother. Go back you to know. the drawing board. Yeah. Okay, so um, quickly, as we wrap up, my time is up. Um, one minute in, yeah. let's say, ten, ten seconds. Um, yeah. What's the future of content for you? The future of content is more democratization. Okay. Uh, it's more people, you know, getting involved, more people creating and sharing content and more of our content finding its way to the rest of the world because the, the playing field has been leveled now you know um a lot of content from them ikorodu boys for instance oh, have been God, shared by boys. celebrities you know big name celebrities that, that's the future that i want to see it's happening now but it's not happening enough i want to see you know a throve of content coming out of nigeria you know, dominating whatever that media platform is, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, globally being shared by whoever, world leaders, celebrities, whoever, Nigeria being known for creating the dopest content out of Africa, that being the norm as against the exception. That's the future I want to see. Okay, then. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for... Yes, I got... You didn't need to see it now. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for everyone who has called in, listened in, and I hope you've learned one or two, three, four, five things. Um, I believe in the future of Nigerian youth and um, while we win the war on Twitter over the baby boomers and the children are just... Oh, Lord. <laughs> you need to have patience to be able to talk to the Sarasoki generation. But anyway, till we come your way again next week, Saturday, like we always see on Signals, dream again, create opportunities for people and when they misuse it, please, 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 please keep creating for other people. Have a wonderful week. And God bless. Do you have something? No, thanks for having me. I had um, a great time. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs>